0: your host Darrell um, I'm here today uh, to speak on a topic that has been in the news for a while now for about a week um, it's the situation with the governor up in Virginia and blackface and my question is why do so many people feel that it's okay to dress up in blackface uh, is it the fact that they don't understand the history are they trying to be cool like why is it um, and so what I'm going to do in this session is to speak on the history of the menstrual cycle and why blackface should not be taking place in society today um, now On blackface. So with menstrual cycles, they started in the 1830s and pretty much proceeded all the way up until the 1940s, 1950s. And with the menstrual cycle, it was white actors putting on black paint to not imitate because imitation is a form of flattery it was never to imitate it was to mock um, black people slaves former slaves it was to enforce the stereotypes that has always plagued our community stereotypes like we're lazy stereotypes like we're aggressive we're hypersexual Um, big lips big nose that's why when you see somebody in a menstrual cycle wear black face they always put the red paint over their mouth to make their mouths wider than what they are supposed to be so the menstrual cycle itself was for the white to mock black people because during that time African Americans couldn't act we weren't allowed to Um, we weren't allowed to portray ourselves in art so they would portray us themselves but they would put their own spin on it they would make us look like buffoons like clowns and it, it was hurtful. It was hurtful to a lot of people during that time. So seeing blackface today is not, not a cool thing. Um, but then the fact that there are people who actually feel like it's okay. That hurts a lot too. For instance, there was a Pew poll that came out right after the governor situation And it said that 34% of white Americans think that it is acceptable to wear blackface. That's 34% of the people that took that poll. That is a high percentage. Only 53% felt like blackface was not okay. So it's a half and half split. How did we get to the point to where blackface could be acceptable? I don't, that's something that baffles me, something that I don't understand. And I'm trying to get to the bottom of that conundrum and, and get a better understanding of why, why they do it. You know, like you have these, white fraternities that have hip-hop parties or um, different things like that, and they want to put on blackface and dress like their favorite hip-hop artist. You don't have to put on blackface to be your favorite hip-hop artist. Growing up, I wanted to be Superman. I wanted to be Batman. Batman was not black Batman was a white man neither was Superman Superman wasn't black Superman was a white man but I never put on white face to be Batman or Superman that never crossed my mind even as I got older and Halloween would come around and this is even even as I got closer to high school because after high school, I never really did the trick or treat thing. But around twelve, thirteen, maybe fourteen years old, because I would still go out trick or treating with my brother and my sister, I would never put on white face. None of us did, and and we understood that that was just just a minstrel show. Um. So now you have Gucci um, coming out. Well, they they're pulling this uh, item from their website, but they posted an eight hundred and ninety dollar sweater that was pretty much blackface. Like they're monetizing blackface. Are you serious right now? Like I don't understand that. I, I that's something I do not understand. And then last year you had the the incident with Pusha T and Drake and that beef and I'm I'm not going to lie, I looked at Drake a little different. Um I know it was him doing art. I saw it, each picture that he took but the fact that he took those pictures in blackface and it was his idea and he wanted to do that no, nah, it's not cool bro it's not cool at all because you're playing he, he he was playing right into that and see what he doesn't realize is today the the what the governor did was 35 years ago still unacceptable But today, you have these kids that follow these celebrities. So, if Drake comes out in blackface and has these pictures in blackface, a lot of people are going to look at that and be like, hey, blackface is acceptable. If Drake can do it, I can do it. Not only did he have the blackface, he also had the Jim Crow shirt on. And... That that's a totally different avenue, and we'll go we'll go down all of that at a later time. Right now, it's the idea of blackface. Now people are going to make an argument saying that well, the Wayans brothers did whiteface when they did white chicks. That is a fact. They did do white chicks, but here's the thing about it is. Just like Marlon Wayans said on Big Boy the other day, on Big Boy's radio show the other day, he said the crazy part about doing white chicks and people thinking that that was offensive, the people who love that show, love that movie, that comes up and gives them compliments and that is requesting a part two, are white chicks. He said, blonde-haired, blue-eyed, white chicks want another white chicks movie because they enjoyed it. He made, they made them laugh. They don't see the negative in the Wayans brothers playing white chicks. They don't see how what the Wayans brothers did was take the stereotypes of blonde-haired, blue-eyed, white women And put it in a movie. They don't understand that. Even when. Robert Downey Jr. Played in Tropic Thunder. And he was just a dude. Dressed as a dude. Playing another dude. Him in blackface. It it wasn't. I mean yeah. It was uncomfortable. But. What Robert Downey Jr. did in that movie is he was shining. It, it it he wasn't glorifying being blackface. Um. Yeah, he did throw in some of the stereotypical things, um, like the talking jive, um eating collard greens, singing the theme songs to the Jeffersons. Yeah, he did do those things that were stereotypes of us. But what the, the difference between Robert Downey Jr. and these people that are dressing up in blackface like the governor is the governor went full black. And stood next to a KKK costume person. Um, The Secretary of State down in Florida that resigned. When pictures came out that he dressed up in blackface to imitate the victims of Hurricane Katrina. Seriously? Like, that's a funny thing. That was funny to him the ultimate price and he had to step down what we have to do as a community is we have to stop letting things slide we have to oh that was 35 years ago he's a different person no that's not the case because he admitted that he had dressed up in blackface Another time. When he wanted to be Michael Jackson. Now. I can crack a Michael Jackson joke right now. But this is serious. But. We have to. Make sure we hold. People accountable. For doing stupid stuff. If he wants to dress up in blackface. Then he needs to. Accept the consequences that comes with that there are going to be there is going to be a community that is going to be outraged about a person dressing up in blackface now sure he may be a good guy he may have changed his ways he may be on the good fight but you still have that skeleton in your closet and it's going to come out People don't realize that. You know. They think what they did in their past. Is going to be in their past. It's not going to come out. We're in the 21st century now. We have the internet. We will find what we want to find. So. Blackface needs to stop. They just need to stop doing it. They need to outlaw it. You know. Because. You don't want anybody making fun of you. So don't make fun of us. We don't want anybody making fun of us. And if you think it's cool, go back and do your research on the menstrual cycles. Go back and look at the history of blackface. And you'll understand why it affects our community and it hurts our community it's even Disney had to cut out some of its early cartoons because of they would they would almost be like menstrual cycles um there was one cartoon that I watched in one of my classes and it was called on YouTube it's called the Racist cartoon ever. And it's about. Pretty much these black people that live in. Lazy town. Now. First off. It's black people that live in lazy town. That is already. A stereotype. That we're lazy. And they played on that. They had the people sleeping. When they should be working. Um, the whole town. Sleeping while fishing. Sleeping while. They're supposed to be doing their jobs. And then. They also played into the fact that. There's a stereotype that we're over. Overly sexual. So a scene in the cartoon. This boat pulls up. And this attractive cartoon character gets off and the black men in town that were lazy became pretty much like wolves and they pounced on this girl, they followed her around they started working they tried to attract her attention but that's that was them imitating what They thought black people were. That was blackface in a cartoon version. So we have to, again, when we see it, we need to nip it in the bud. Because sometimes I feel we're laughing and we think it's funny. But that's because some of our younger generation doesn't understand that that's not cool that they're not they're not trying to be you they're not imitating you to be you they are mocking you they are making fun of you they are wearing their black face as a in their interpretation of who you are once we un- once we have to understand that 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 is their interpretation of who we are very dark very mean super aggressive lazy very sexual big lips wide noses but we have to understand that that they're not imitating us They are mocking us. They are making fun of us. So, yeah, I feel just like a lot of other people. This governor should step down. He should go. I mean, he's got to go. The secretary of state in Florida has already stepped down and resigned. And good for him. What I think. And this is another opinion because I'm going to go back to Florida. There was a guy running for office, and before anybody could post a picture about it, the guy mentioned that he did dress up in blackface. He apologized. He said he was reformed. He even posted the picture himself, and he allowed the voters to vote. The people in Florida felt that he had a change of heart, and they voted him into office. That's different. He gave the people an opportunity to see that he had changed. He brought it up himself. He didn't allow he did not allow anybody else to bring his past into the election. He wanted to bring it up and he wanted to face that demon face to face. He did. The people saw that he was genuine in his apology and they still voted him in. That's a difference. This governor. Yeah, he came out the the minute the picture was posted and apologized. And then he started. Doing other things like dude, say you're in the picture. Apologize about it say you reform and that you are, are making changes within yourself you have grown as a man that happened 35 years ago you have grown and gained a better understanding 35 years later but the problem is his ego has now gotten in the way and now he has become combative i'm not stepping down that's not me in the picture. Like it, it. It's gotten to the point to where. Now he really needs to go. He's hurting. His self. Because. When people look at him. They see the black face. With. The clan member. And. That's not good, especially with him trying to implement policies to to help the people of Virginia. He can't do that because he now has no sway. He has no, I mean, yeah, he's still the governor of Virginia, but they're going to look at him different. Now they're just counting down to the days that he has left so they can vote this dude out. So... I personally think it's time for him to step down. He has to go. The next man up. And I mean, that's just my opinion, but blackface has got to stop. Blackface has got to stop. White people need to stop doing blackface. Whether it's a sorority or whether it's a fraternity, whether it's a politician. I don't care who it is. Blackface has to stop. Now. Like I said, in my intro at the end of every episode, I'm going to do I'm gonna spotlight um, somebody or something in black history and. Inform the people about that. So. The person that I'm going to speak about is highly important to what we um, what we have today what we use today Um, everybody knows about the light bulb and how influential the light bulb has been in in our lives, like without it, if if we never had the light bulb, then we'd still be using candles. Um, so we all know that Benjamin Franklin pretty much harnessed the energy of electricity. Thomas Edison is the inventor of the paper filament that went inside the light bulb to help the light bulb burn and yeah it was it was okay it was it did what it was supposed to do but it wasn't that great and then in came um Latimer Lewis Howard Latimer He came in to help with another gentleman um, whose name is Joseph Nichols. And these two men invented the carbon filament. They improved what Thomas Edison had done. So they they created the carbon filament that went inside the light bulb and it's still inside the light bulb to this day. And with that Edison's light bulb was able to burn longer. It lasted longer. So they took the paper filament and got rid of that. Um, and then put in the carbon filament. Now Latimer not just did the, um, that carbon filament for the light bulb in 1874 with uh, Charles W. Brown he co patented an improved pullet system for railroad, railroad cars and they called it the water closet for railroad cars so he had his hands in that in 1876 Alexander Graham Bell employed him and they, he helped draw up um, the necessary drawings that was required to receive a patent for Alexander Graham Bell's telephone. So he had he he revolutionized the light bulb with the carbon filament. He improved the toilet system on the railroad cars. And then he helped my fault I hit the mic but he helped Alexander Graham Bell with this telephone uh, patent this man was and that was before so the the toilet system and the, the drawing up of the phone was before he went to work on the light the light bulb and that was in uh, my my fault so 1861 is a light bulb 1874 was the toilet ro- uh the toilet system 1876 was the telephone so in a 15 year period he had his hands in three different patents three different inventions but nobody knows about this guy nobody talks about him in history books so today that is my Black History Spotlight. Um again, this gentleman's name is Lewis Howard Lattimore. He was born september fourth, eighteen forty eight in Chelsea, Massachusetts, and he lived until nineteen twenty eight. Um Yeah. This is a very, very important guy in in our history. We need to learn more about these gentlemen. Um, I will do this again on the next episode and spotlight another. uh, Important person in history. That has impacted not just us, but. The world as a whole. Because, you know. After Thomas Edison did the light bulb, the light bulb went worldwide. And I'm pretty sure with the toilet system and the railroads, that went worldwide. The telephone went worldwide. So Mr. Lytlemore had his hands on on three inventions that would change the world. And we need to spotlight that. So, this is the end of my episode uh, on blackface and why it should disappear in America. Um, I hope y'all enjoyed it. This is my first, first official episode. I did one that was an introduction, but... Um, this is my first official one. I hope you like it. I'm I'm, like I said, I'm going to be touching on subjects that are controversial and that need to be spoken about. And. We're just going to build on that. All right. So until next time. Stay blessed, peace and love. And I will speak to you on the next episode. I'm out kings and queens.